the helmet fits extremely well. The pressure is uniform. It's going to result in more safety. This is a multi-layered, highly engineered solution, and it will make a difference. Hi, my name is Chad Holler, and I will be focusing today's podcast on the effects of newer football helmets compared to older football helmets. In all honesty, there isn't much you can do to prevent somebody's head from getting hurt, especially when that person is running full speed at somebody trying to hit them. This is what makes designing protective, comfortable, and breathable football helmets that don't obstruct your movement very difficult. Obviously, there have been improvements from the first helmet ever, which was basically a leather hat of sorts, which did nothing in the categories of either style or protectiveness. According to Deadspin, roughly 61% of former NFL players during the 2000 or pre-2000 football era had sustained concussions or concussion-like symptoms. This really raises the question of how many people sustained concussions and weren't treated properly or had acted oddly due to CTE. However, since then, the technology in these helmets has improved greatly. According to USA Today, just last year there were 281 concussions in the NFL that were reported. This truly leaves a lot of room for improvement to help ensure the safety of the players, but it also marks a great improvement from where we once were. Last year, I remember wearing a Riddell Speed for the duration of the season. There were many times when I would hit somebody and be left feeling dizzy or with my head ringing slightly. However, this year, our team has come into possession of some of the nicest helmets out. These are the new Speedflex helmets and are supposedly the newest and best helmets to hit the market. I remember looking into the reviews and everything that I'd read had made the Speedflex out to be a real groundbreaking helmet. Eventually, our first day of spring ball workouts for football rolled around, and when I got out there, I was really eager to try out the new helmets. I specifically remember catching a pass that was thrown to me, turning and dropping my shoulders to take the blow. I was about to, and to take the blow I was about to receive. As I was hit, it was like the helmet acted as a cushion and really did a fantastic job absorbing the blow. As I ran back to the huddle, I remember being at an absolute loss of words due to the effectiveness of the helmet. According to SB Nation, there are certain parts of the helmet selected to flex in order to reduce the impact force transferred to the athlete's head. The flex is engineered into the helmet's shell, face mask, and attachment system so it can bend slightly and isn't completely still whenever the contact is made. This is a crash-like zone and wasn't as strongly emphasized in the previous helmets. The chin strap also has a new design where it has been developed based on players' feedback and isn't a buckle but remains attached to the helmet at all times and players can push or pull on it to loosen or tighten the strap. Based off of personal experience, the new design is much nicer and easier to use than previous helmets. The interior of the helmet has been redesigned so that the comfort and fit is also maximized. All of this has been has done a great job reducing concussions. The importance of having protective helmets cannot be overstated due to the risks that are posed by unsafe helmets. If players' brains are damaged to a certain extent, they can suffer from CTE 
which causes people to act drastically and on impulse. An example of this would be Aaron Hernandez, a football player who killed himself a few years ago. After his death, the, the doctors did a brain scan and realized he had CTE. So all in all, the players must have the best helmets possible with the best state-of-the-art technology to help provide safety while they play. And as long as these steps are taken, our helmets will continue to improve and leave prior helmets in the dust.